Welcome to another edition of the CHL Top 10 Show presented by Kia. My name is Scott Van Kunit. As we head into the final weekend before the holiday break, who better to check in on than two of the hottest teams in the CAHL in the London Knights and Saskatoon Blades? First, reigning OHL Goaltender of the Year, Brett Brochu, tells us what it's like chasing Knights history and taking on more of a mentorship role this season. And then we talk to Toronto Maple Leafs prospect Brandon Lazowski, and he shares why the Blades have been so successful this season and what it's like to be a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs family. Here's Brett Brochu. Joining me now is the reigning OHL goaltender of the year from the London Knights. It's Brett Brochu. Brett, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. The The London Knights are, uh, you know, back to sort of where we expect to see them every year. They're up to eighth in the Kia CHL top 10 rankings, nine and one in the last 10, you know, 14 and three since the start of November. Is this the, the London Knights team that uh, we all kind of expect to see? Yeah, like I, I expected this coming into this year and, you know, I, I really like the way our team's trending and, um, you know, we're playing the right way and, and we're winning a lot. So that's, you know, that's the way we like it and hopefully we can keep it going. What kind of changed from, from October to November? You know, October was a bit of a tough month for you guys. You were, you were about 500 in it and now obviously you're, you guys are surging right now. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, like I said, we're just, we're trending the right way. We're getting better every single game and, you know, we have a pretty young team this year, but, you know, those guys are learning a lot and getting better as, as the season goes on. So, you know, I really like seeing that. And um, obviously it's working right now. So, um, yeah, it's it's going well. Yeah, like you, like you said, you, you got a bit of a younger team, not not something we're really used to seeing with the Knights. Uh, but a couple of veterans, yourself included, uh, you bring in a guy like George Diaco, a London native. What kind of an impact has he had on the team? He's been great. Um, you know, obviously he won with uh, – with Hamilton last year and you know that's that's some good leadership that we needed it around the room and I'm um, teaching the younger guys what to do and and how to handle themselves so he's been really great uh, for us and then on the other end of the spectrum you've got uh, Sam Dickinson uh, rookie he's an 06 uh, you get a good view of him from the crease how has he been and and how what's his ceiling in your in your mind yeah, he's, he's incredible. Um, every day I watch him in practice playing with him, you know, he gives me a bunch of confidence. So every time I, he's out there, I know that, uh, you know, he's, he's going to make the smart play and, and be a really good defender. So, um, you know, I really like the way he's playing and, and as a 16 year old kid, how much strength and size he has and the presence he brings is, is pretty incredible. So yeah, it's a pretty good addition. Obviously uh, he's earned the, the trust of the hunters. Uh, we don't normally see, 16 year olds getting the opportunities that he's been getting. So he just goes to show how mature he is. Yeah. Yeah. Really good player. Really smart. Um, you know, he's, he's a pro on and off the ice. So um, it's, it's pretty incredible to see at, at 16 years old. Yeah. What, what would you say is the identity of this team this year? You know, we're used to seeing some, some really offensive guys with the Knights, you know, from Evangelista and McMichael and Foodie, you know, go back to Robbie Thomas, Barter, go back and back. Um, we don't really have that guy this year, but what's the identity of this team? I think depth. Um, you know, we got, uh, we're, we're built from the back end up and, and, you know, our forwards have really been producing. So it's, it's been awesome. And I think, uh, you know, just how the guys are buying into the systems and playing the way Dale wants us to play. So um, that's kind of the main, main aspect of our success. So um, it's been really good. And, and I like, uh, I like our team this year. I think we're, we're a really good team. So you say you're built from the 
you know, from, from defense out or, or from the crease out yeah. even, uh, last, last weekend or last week, uh, a big one, nothing shootout win over the 67s, the first place team in the OHL. Here's Boucher, shoots, Boucher stops it. London wins it in the shootout. One. When was the last time you were involved in, in a one, nothing shootout game? You're not very, they're pretty rare. Yeah, I think that was my first one ever. Um, you know, I, I grew up playing against Donoso, and and it was it was pretty cool playing against him. So I knew it was going to be a battle. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty fun, and I'm glad that we got the two points. So it was it was a nice win. Uh, you know, you're a Bell River guy, so uh, big rivalry. You know, London has a big rivalry with with Windsor and Sarnia. Um, which one of those teams is is your favorite to? to play against or, or just to beat or, you know, with that rivalry. Yeah. I, I, I like, uh, I like playing against them. Obviously, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty fun. And um, yeah, that's probably my main, uh, my favorite game of the year is, is going back home. So, yeah. Does, uh, did the family have to kind of change allegiances uh, when, when you started playing for the Knights? Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Um, you know, obviously, uh, I have quite a bit of uh, family and friends that that are Spitz fans and stuff still. So, um, yeah, but they uh, they switched it around and and they wear nice jerseys now. So <laughs> that's nice. The the London Knights, um, they're really, you know, they're either a love or hate team, right? I like to say I like to to call you guys the the New York Yankees of the OHL because either you you love the Knights or you hate them, they're either heroes or they're villains. Is that kind of a, do you guys embrace that? Yeah, like I, I think that was kind of the the way we, um, you know, took it at the start of the year was every team wants to come in here and, and crush us. So um, that's the way it, it works being London Knight and we have the expectation to win. Um, and obviously our fans are really passionate and, you know, we, we have a lot of them. So that's why uh, success is a big, uh, big key, but, yeah, I think, uh, you know, obviously that's that's a huge motivator for us and, and just knowing that every team's coming in here and, and wanting to take us down. So that's another reason to be good. And when you guys go on the road, you know, if you're, if you're getting some some boos against you or if, you know, teams are cheering against you, does that motivate you more too, just knowing that they, they care that much to actually make noise against you guys? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, obviously – in a lot of uh, rinks, we get uh, quite a bit of fans screaming at us and stuff, but um, that's part of the game. And obviously we like that because we're usually a really good team. And, you know, ever since I've been here, we've always been uh, a contender. So um, it's, it's part of the, part of the job, right? Well, you're, you're in your overage year. So you've seen a, seen a lot with the Knights. Um, how do you keep, evolving as a goalie and and trying to improve obviously you know you, you goalie of the year last year so um but what do you do yourself to to keep taking those next steps yeah i think just you know obviously working hard and making sure i'm doing the right things in practice um and off the ice and everything but yeah i i think game by game just making sure i keep getting better and working on the things that i need to improve on and, you know, obviously winning is, is the main aspect of, of playing good hockey and, and enjoying it. So, yeah, it's, it's been going well for the last little bit. And hopefully we can, you know, keep up with that and I can keep improving too. 
with it with it being your final year in the OHL, have you been able to kind of take a half step back and just kind of soak this year in and and you know just realize, wow, everybody says it goes by fast, but it really does go by fast. Yeah, yeah, it's it's you know obviously a cliche, but um, you know I'm I've looked back and been like, wow, felt like yesterday. I played my first game, and it is pretty crazy to to think that. And obviously we lost uh, a year to COVID, but. Um, it really has flown by and, and it's, uh, it's sad, but it's also, you know, pretty cool to, to say that I've gotten to experience so many things that I have. So um, I'm really grateful for it. And that uh, win against Ottawa, uh, that gave you 74 career wins, um, which, which brings you one win back of uh, Tyler Parsons for third all time in, on the Knights. And I believe it's uh, 20 games to pass 20 more wins you need to pass uh hauser as the all-time knights leader so is that a is that like a, a mark that you've kind of looked looked at and be like you know what hey guys i, I want to get this give me the starts yeah i mean obviously uh that's a, a big goal of mine and and it'd be pretty cool to uh to attain but um yeah like you said it's it's a lot to do with uh you know playing time and things like that and last year um unfortunately i i got injured um and missed a decent amount of time. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to keep that, that away from happening and, and going along playoff run. So um, that's the main goal is, is the team and, and doing what's best for, for us as London Knights. So, um, you know, if we're winning games, that's, that's our, our best interest. Your, uh, your goaltending partner, Zach Bowen, rookie, um, is having a, have a, off to a great start to, to his OHL career. Have you embraced the mentorship role, the leadership role, and kind of showing him the ropes and what it's like? Yeah, he's he's learning like a sponge, and, and he's doing really, really well. So um, I really like his game, and I think he's going to be a really good goalie for for the Knights for the next couple of years. And, um, you know, he showed a lot of um, really good play so far this year, and he's going to keep doing that. I think he's, you know, he's got the the skills and, and what it takes to, to be a really good goalie. So, yeah. Do you, do you embrace that uh, leadership role on the team being one of the older guys now? Yeah, um, obviously that's a big thing, I, I think. And uh, it's good that our team has some good leaders on it. And obviously that's, uh, that's something I take pride in is, is helping the, the guys, you know, the, the way around the rink and, and, you know, what to do on and off the ice to, to be, uh, you know, a good player and a good teammate. Well, so this past week, the CHL announced uh, the, the rosters for the Quota Top Prospects game. Obviously, Oliver Bonk got named to it. But, it, you know, if you go on social media, the, the big name, the big snub that people would say is, is Denver Barkey. Um, do, you, do you say anything to him? You know, do you guys address that at all and just say, hey, don't worry about it? Uh, you, you know, yeah. you'll prove him wrong? Yeah, 100%. I already, you know, had a little talk with him and, uh, you know, he's, he's a highly motivated kid and, you know, this is just kind of a little bit of extra fuel to fire. Um, you know, it's, it's not easy seeing a, a guy that I personally believe that really deserves to be there. Um, you know, I watch him every single practice, every single game, and I know how good he is and how talented he is. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely tough seeing a guy that I think deserves it. And, and, you know, it's, it is a little bit hard, you know, with, with someone you're close with seeing, you know, a little bit of a letdown, but he's, uh, He's definitely really highly motivated and, and a really good player. So I'm, I'm excited to see how, you know, he, he looks after, um, you know, 
a situation like that. Do you, do you point to uh, to a guy like Jordan Dumay in Halifax who didn't get the invite last year and then just went on an absolute tear the rest of the year and the start of this year? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Like he's he's been playing phenomenal hockey um, for for us these past couple months. So I, I think he's going to keep building on that and keep getting better. He's one of the guys that you know helps our team win every single night. So um, you know, I, I'd I'd like to put his number you know, on, on a lot of people's radars where, you know, you're going to be watching that guy because he's going to be dominating. Um, yeah, he's, he's a good player. And then on the other side, Bonk gets the invite, uh, obviously deserving. Uh, what kind of a, what kind of a defenseman is he? Yeah, he's awesome. Awesome player. Um, he's tremendous. Even for us last year in, in the playoffs and stuff, he was, he was really great. Uh, it, I, I really like the way he plays. He, he helps me out a bunch, really good at communicating, smart player knows how to block shots. You know, he, he's really good on the PK and, you know, obviously getting quite a bit of points too. So that's a huge help. And, you know, that's something that we really needed as a, as a team was, you know, guys that are young like that stepping up big time for us. What do you think of, uh, I know you've, you've only faced him once, but what do you think of Michael Misa and Saginaw, you know, the latest uh, exceptional player status? Yeah, he's, he's pretty incredible. Um, he scored a couple goals on me actually in, in, uh, in London here. So goal so far, here's the chance in front of the net. Call it 42 and dribbles it. Here's a chance for Saginaw. Look at the youngster in Misa. And he scores his second goal of the hockey game. Um, obviously, maybe next time I could uh, keep him off the score sheet. But no, he's he's pretty incredible. And I, you know, he sees the ice really well. And um, he's he's pretty uh, pretty special player. And last year you got to play with the second most recent uh, exceptional player status player in Connor Bedard from the WHL at uh, the canceled World Juniors and obviously practiced with him at the Summer World Juniors. Uh, what can you what can you tell us from a goalie's perspective of uh, Connor Bedard? Yeah, he's got an incredible shot. Talk about uh, shooting the puck. He's um, he's pretty. Uh, spectacular at it and I think you know he, he's a guy that is going to put up some really crazy numbers in the NHL let alone uh, you know CHL so um, I'm excited to watch him at the World Juniors and I was pretty pleased to practice against him and yeah you know it's pretty cool to see a player like that you know how young and strong and his ability is pretty cool. What's what's maybe the most dangerous thing about his shot or the toughest thing about his shot? Just uh, how much he pulls it into his, his feet and you just kind of don't really know where he's going to go with it um, and, and his accuracy. It's, you know, every time he shoots, it's, it's going where he wants it. And, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty tough. It, it's, it's a hard, hard shot. He seems like he's, uh, he's pretty unpredictable, too, with, with what he does. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing is, you know, he, you don't really know where he's going. You're, you're kind of guessing and then it comes off like a bullet. So um it, it's tough to read and and it's really accurate so that that's the biggest key to to how many goals he's scoring what was that uh juniors experience like for you obviously you know you got the game against austria in the canceled one and then you you get to go back in the summer and and uh be part of the team that wins gold didn't get any starts but you were there for it so what were those junior experiences like for you yeah it was it was incredible just practicing every day with with those players and um seeing how they handle themselves and you know just the competitive nature on and off the ice it was it was pretty great and um you know really good guys obviously we got to win a gold medal so that was pretty pretty incredible
How much are you looking forward to, you know, over the holiday break, getting a chance to to watch some juniors um, back at the appropriate time with with fans in the stands again? Yeah, I'm really excited. I think it'll be really fun, and um, I, you know, I hope that uh, you know we could bring back back to back gold. So that's uh, something that I grew up watching, and and I'm really excited to this year too. You've been chatting with any of the guys, texting with any of the guys that are returning from the summer team at all? Yeah, a couple. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm hoping for these guys to have a really good tournament and, um, you know, we could watch some good hockey. For you, I think you're a good, uh, like a case study on, on how to stay. You always seem positive whenever I've seen an interview with you. Um, but, you know, you've had, you've had a lot of highs and lows throughout your career. So how do you manage to stay positive, uh, you know, to, when when you're facing adversity yeah I think uh had a lot to do with my first year of uh junior hockey I got cut from like six or seven junior b teams and found my way to junior c and um you know I just think that that was probably the toughest time in my hockey career and and I just go from you know looking at that and seeing where I'm at now and you know obviously there's tough times and uh struggles but I kind of always look back and say nothing's probably going to let me down more than that. So um, just keep grinding and, and, you know, getting to where I want to be. Proving the doubters wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. So that's uh, kind of the goal. And, um, you know, hopefully one day it uh, works out. Uh, what, what would be your message to, uh, to, you know, maybe other goalies, other players that are going through similar things, you know, some, some peaks and valleys throughout their career. Yeah, I just think um, keep keeping a you know steady steady head and just making sure that you're doing the right things on and off the ice every single day. Obviously, it's a lot harder when things aren't going right, but you know that's the way you get out of slumps and um, tough times is you do the same thing that you're doing when you're playing really well. So um, yeah, that's that's the biggest thing I'd probably say is just making sure that you're you know doing the work and and making sure you're focused all the time. You guys, have, you're home this weekend um, to Owen Sound and Flint before the holiday break. Uh, what do you have to do to to head into the break on the right foot? And then what do you kind of say to the the guys in the room, you know, over the hol- holiday break so that they come back ready to go for that second half? Yeah, like obviously these two games are huge for us. And uh, we obviously want to get a couple wins, so. Um, but yeah, heading into the break, I think first couple of days, you, you really enjoy it with your family. Just make sure you take your mind off hockey. Um, it's a long season. And, and then after that, it's go time again. So, um, yeah, it's kind of the last little break that we're going to have. And then, and then it's, uh, you know, hopping right back into it. And, uh, yeah, I, I just think mental break is, is good for the guys and making sure you're enjoying seeing the family because a lot of guys don't get to see them very often during the year. When you guys come back, uh, I, I was really excited to see that back on the schedule is the home and home with Sarnia around New Year's, New Year's Eve. Uh, what what makes those games, you know, they can get pretty wild sometimes, but but why is that maybe? Well, it's uh, just down the road. So only, uh, you know, whatever, a 40 minute drive. So it's definitely always kind of a, an extra intense rivalry that we have so yeah um they're always good games and really close and intense so 
um, I'm looking forward to those and, and I think it'll be, you know, a lot of fun and it's good for the fans too. It's good for the league. Yeah. It's usually, you know, what we look at it as is just good competitive hockey. Awesome. Brett, really appreciate you taking the time out to talk to me today. Uh, good luck this weekend. Good luck in the second half. Thank you. With seven points. That's right. Seven points in his last two games. Joining me now is Toronto Maple Leafs prospect from the Saskatoon Blades, Brandon Lazowski. Brandon, how you doing? Good. Yourself? I'm, I'm pretty good. Uh, you guys extended your win streak to seven games on Tuesday night, climbing the Kia CHL top 10 rankings for a fifth straight week to a season high fourth. Uh, how much fun is it in Saskatoon right now? Uh, yeah, no, it's been a, it's been an awesome kind of almost finishing off our first half of the year here. It's been, uh, you know, winning games is obviously fun, but coming to the rink and uh, it's awesome to be around your teammates and obviously winning a winning streak is obviously uh, is, is uh, especially seven games is an awesome achievement. Um, and to be ranked fourth in the, in the nation's uh, an awesome achievement. But um, I think that just comes with our work and, you know, we're, we're, we're a hardworking team, but we have a lot of talent on our team. And, um, and I think it starts from our goalies, our goalies battle and practice. And I think that's where it starts and it kind of just moves up from the D to fours. And, um, but no, it's an awesome, it's an awesome time. And it's a, it's a fun time to play in Saskatoon when you're winning. Well, you touched on a lot of stuff there and we're going to get to, to some of that, but, but really how, how much, fun is it you know Saskatoon's a real hockey town um just just being out and around in in the city uh when you guys are on a heater like you are right now yeah I know it's it's awesome you know the fans come out even like weekday games um we have really good crowds on weekday games and you know we go to community events and hospitals or going to uh helping out with you know some young kids games or whatnot and um, you know, they're very excited and they always, you know, ask us and, you know, wanting to come to games and talking about previous games. So uh, it's super fun. And, uh, you know, it's obviously really fun to play in a big crowd. So that's what we like to do. The, if you look at the Kia CHL top 10 rankings, and it must, it must be nice to get that uh, national recognition. But uh, right at the top right now, you got four of the top five are from the WHL. And and you guys have only lost five games in regulation this year. So like, how hard is it though in in the WHL right now? Yeah, I think that just show, goes to show that you know, we have a lot of top teams in this league, and you know every night's not a guaranteed win. Like you have to, um, you know, give your hundred percent every game, be engaged, be focused from the puck drop, and that's something that we that we uh, we focus on right from the puck drop. You got to be ready to go and. Um, there's no easy, easy shift or easy game in this league. Every it doesn't matter the standings or whatnot, but especially having you know, those many, those many teams in the top ten, it's um, you know goes to show how how competitive and hard this league is. Yeah, and then you've got Red Deer and Kamloops that are honorable mentions this week. And your winning streak started. You know, people might say, "Well, where did the winning streak start?" Well, it started with a win against Winnipeg, who's the second ranked team. So. You guys are, uh, and, and, and you beat Red Deer recently as well. So you're beating the top teams as well, which is obviously important if you want to be one of the top teams. Um, you guys are, you've, you've taken the, the third least amount of penalties this year. Is that something that you guys are cognizant of? Like, do you focus on your discipline play? Yeah, that's something we mentioned before every game, even intermissions, the, the veteran, the leaders on our team always mentioned have good discipline um, with, with not taking penalties and being disciplined and being, 
you know, spark your sticks or body and, and making sure you're playing the game the right way. But I think also discipline with shift length and not staying out too long, not being tired, taking lazy penalties to that way. But yeah, that's something that we mentioned a lot. Discipline is very, uh, uh, a very common word we mentioned in our dressing room. And, and maybe for you yourself, how much better of a player do you become um, with playing against all these, this tough competition, like, and, and facing, you know, top talent on, on the other teams every night? Yeah, for me, and, you know, my line mates, we, we like strive against top teams. I think scoring big goals, you know, putting up uh, as a team, being scoring goals against big teams is something that uh, we, we love to do and not scoring against maybe a lower team or something. So kind of showing that, you know, I like a challenge and, you know, my landmates, we like to challenge each other, but against top pairings, top forward lines. So that's something that we take into account. Are you guys comfortable playing any style? Like you, you, you look like you are, you can play the close games, the two, one games. And obviously if, if you guys, if they want to run up the score, you guys are more than capable of, of playing the offensive game as well. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, for sure. And we have a couple of close games against Red Deer. Um, I think the last week against Brandon, those types of bungle games, six on five, that um, that we really take into account. And I think just our mindset is kind of what what's next. I think if we're letting a goal tie game going in overtime, just not, you know, thinking about the past is kind of moving on to what's next in the end just worrying about your next shift during the moment. I think that's a big, big thing. And then when we were up the scores, you know, high scoring games, I think, um, I think it just shows that when we put our work and talent together, it's just, uh, we're kind of an unstoppable dominant team. So what would you say is your, you know, your regular style uh, for, for lack of a better term that you guys play? What style of team? I think we're just, I think we're just a fast, fast, fast team with you know passion compete um and, and then we play good defense i think desperate defense is kind of the word that we bring in but i think the main thing is we're, we're a fast team you know our defense are fast or our forwards are fast moving the puck up quick and um just trapping teams that can't can't handle our speed so that's what uh, that's why we're so successful right now and okay well you mentioned your goalies and and defense just now um maybe tell us a little bit more about your goalies a couple of oh fours that hadn't had a lot of experience before this year, but uh, you know Austin Elliott and Ethan Chadwick both putting up uh, some pretty ridiculous numbers right now. Yeah, no, they've been they've been unbelievable for us. You know, every game um, they give it their all, even in practice. Like they just compete in every every drill, finish every drill. I think that just carries on to the game. And um, when we're not playing our best, if we're not having a good start, they're they're ready from the puck drop every game and. I think we can learn from them as well. It's a different position, but learn from them how ready they are and how engaged they are from the start. And um, and they and they have they've taken some games from us and win some games for us. And they've been they've been some uh, our best players so far. How much more confidence does that give you guys up front, knowing that you know if if you do happen to make a turnover or something, you've got them back there to to bail you out. Yeah, totally. You know, we have skilled forwards up front like making plays and. You know, you're not going to make a play every time if there's a, you know, turnover or whatnot. Um, we have all the trust in the world that our, that our goal is going to make big saves for us. And it seems like it's a real team effort in, in Saskatoon right now. Like you guys have, you know, five guys in double digits with goals, six guys 
uh, in double digits for or that are a point per game or better on the team. So uh, really scoring by committee. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, when we started the year, I, we kind of looked down our depth. Um, you know, we had guys that could score in all, all four lines and, you know, three pairings that can that play regularly. And, and that just goes, goes to show like how much depth we have. And when there's guys in and out of the lineup, there's guys that step up and, and, and score big goals. I think a big guy is kind of Von Water, which I kind of take into account. Like last year, he, he put a couple goals, but this year he's been, you know, he's been one of our top players scoring goals and stuff, just depth players like that, that just help this team so much. And, and, uh, and that's why we're on a, you know, a, have a great record to start our year. And it's important to have those guys that can step up when you've got a guy like Josh Piller, who's been in and out of the lineup with injuries. But, you know, when he comes back healthy, that'll be a, like a bonus uh, trade deadline addition for you guys, right? For sure. Yeah, I know when we, when we have a full lineup, it's, it's uh, I think it's a pretty scary, scary lineup to go against other teams just with, you know, four lines that can play three D pairings that can play and then two goalies that honestly doesn't matter who, who plays they're all, you know, we can, we can win games. Well, last week you had a, a career game uh, scoring a hat trick and two assists. Um, as a as a smaller player, what what types of things do you have to keep working on to be able to stay ahead of the competition? Yeah, you know, obviously, I kind of have that one thing that Toronto kind of talks about is kind of having that underdog mentality. I think you're gonna you just gotta be relentless on pucks for check, get pucks back, finish hits. Um, you know, be good on the four check play good defense, block shots. I think those are the types of things that just take your game kind of the next level as a, as a smaller player. And then just work on the things you're good at, you know, changing, you know, shooting, I think is kind of my strength, but, you know, shooting off different legs, changing angles, kind of making your your your, uh, your play more deceptive. And um, so that's kind of how the way you, you know, just kind of have that underdog mentality and just be relentless as, as a smaller forward. Well, let's talk about the Leafs a little bit. You get, you get drafted by the Leafs. What was the draft experience? I know you probably waited longer than you wanted to, but your name was called. What was that moment like? No, it was awesome. Yeah, we had, you know, a bunch of family and friends kind of over in the in the morning there. Yeah, I was obviously, you know, not wearing, you know, not where I wanted to be, but you know, it's it's an honor to be, you know, drafted anywhere and and to Toronto, you know, they they really loved me from the start. So it was an awesome spot to go to. And they've been They've been unbelievable since since that that first day of drafting, going into development camp and rookie camp, and just the amount of development people that have helped me so far, and development people that have come to Saskatoon and uh, on and off ice development staff that have come to Saskatoon and have worked with me and stuff. So they've been an awesome, an awesome treats, and uh, it's been a been an awesome time with them. What what types of things do they work on when they come to Saskatoon with you? Yeah, it was well, one of the off-ice uh, off guys is Trevor Bartoli was one of the guys. He uh, We just worked on a lot, a lot of single-leg stuff, kind of what they saw in, in development camp and rookie camp stuff that I needed to work on. So a lot of single-leg stuff, balance stuff. And um, so we worked on that. And, and then the on-ice guy, we just worked on a lot of – got some time after practice. He came on and helped me with a lot of, you know – lateral movement crossing over being more deceptive with your skating so that was something that they wanted me to work on so which was they've been yeah an unbelievable um support staff how nice is that for you to to have that attention does it you know makes you feel a little bit more wanted and, and more part of the organization yeah for sure i mean I, I haven't really heard any other 
you know, people or teams doing that. So it's been an awesome, yeah, I just kind of feel wanted and feel like you're, you're kind of a part of the organization. And, um, you know, they're, they're in contact with me weekly and there's a nutritionist that I talk to, you know, weekly with, with Toronto. So it's kind of been just a, an awesome, you know, I guess five, six months in the organization, but, uh, um, but no, it's been awesome. And then for, for a shooter such as yourself, going to a team with, with one of the best shooters in the NHL and Austin Matthews on it, uh, were you able to pick his brain or just kind of see what he does, uh, how, he, how he gets his shots off or, you know, when, when trying to implement some stuff into your game? Yeah, I remember when I was kind of there a little early before rookie camp, we got to watch, uh, watch the whole team practice and stuff and watching, you know, Marner, Nylander, and yeah, Matthews shoot the puck. I feel like it's, you see it on TV and highlights, but to actually watch it in, in person, you know, right, right, right behind the glass is pretty, pretty awesome to see a uh, guy shoot like that. Um, you know, he has just so many different, I realize he has so many different types of release, release points. Like if it's all the way out there or pulling into the feed, there's so many different, uh, yeah, release points and, and obviously with the power of his shots, it's, it's lethal. So it's been, uh, it's kind of cool to watch that. And I watched YouTube videos actually of him and, and Brock Besser, kind of my two guys I like watching, uh, watching videos of. And what about a guy like uh, Nick Robertson, who, who was at rookie camp and, uh, and obviously a smaller guy known for his shot as well, hurt right now, but uh, you know, even Matthews has said how hard his shot is. Yeah. You know, when I was watching, or playing with him at rookie camp in, in Traverse City in Michigan. It was uh, kind of a guy that I kind of wanted a, a role model, kind of a guy that's kind of a type of player I want to be. You know, he's obviously got a good shot. He's got his speed, but I think he's he's relentless on the forecheck. He finishes checks. He's good in his own end. Um, he's just kind of a workhorse type of player that uh, that just makes room for his teammates, and he can make plays. So I feel like that's a guy that I love watching for sure. Well, you've got a, a teammate in – uh, Tanner Mullendyke, who's who got invited to the Kubota Top Prospects game this year, um, he's taken a step forward this year. Uh, how has he changed year over year as a player for you guys? Yeah, I remember him coming in as like a 15-year-old where 15-year-olds were out to play in the, in the bubble year in Regina. Um, and I just I didn't really watch him too much. I watched him clips and ban. I'm like, this guy's going to be going to be a first-round pick. I feel like, you know, he could – he was – kind of really being one of our best defensemen as a 15 year old uh, when I was, when I was 16. And then last year he took a big step, um, didn't put the points up. I know he way he wanted to, but um, you know, he just, he was an awesome player for us this year and this series find, find the score sheet and, you know, probably one of the best skaters in the world in his age group. So, uh, you know, it's fun to play with him. He, I love playing with him on the ice. He's an awesome player. That's an awesome achievement to be able to go on a top prospects game. And I know he'll be, one of the best players there and hopefully he'll get his name called. Obviously I think he'll get his name called in the first round or second round this year. So we're looking forward to playing with them and hearing his name called this year. Now you're a BC boy prospects games in Vancouver this year. Were you a Canucks fan growing up? I know you're a Leafs fan now, but growing up. Yeah, it's kind of a debate. I was a Bruins and Canucks fan. A lot of people won't like that, but I, yeah, I was, <laughs> Uh, I kind of have some family connection to the Bruins, but uh, I, I, I'm a, I was a Canucks fan for sure growing up. What uh, What's the family connection with the Bruins? Uh, it was kind of like a second uncle um, is, is Cam Neely. So it was kind of a family connection with the Bruins. So, yeah. 
and and Canucks there too. So you, you're okay. Yeah, Your bases yeah, are covered. True, true. Yeah. yeah. Twenty yeah. twenty eleven would have been a little bit hard. Yeah, but, I was uh, young, but I do kind of remember. <laughs> I was a little, a little tough. It was, I was rooting for both teams. <laughs> um, I actually, uh, my dog was named after Cam Neely, so that's a a little side sidebar there. But um, well, you guys, uh, you host Spokane, then you visit Regina this weekend before you wrap up for the holiday break. What do you guys have to do to to extend the streak in those games? Um, you know, obviously Regina will be a little bit shorthanded with, without a couple of players gone for, for world juniors. So you be, should be able to take, uh, an advantage of that, but still no slouches in, in either of those two teams. Yeah, no. Um, I think just kind of emptying the tank. I think that's one of the things that we need to just give it all we have for the last couple of games and, you know, get that break over, over the, uh, over the Christmas break. I think just leaving it all out there and, um, hopefully extend the streak and two teams that, you know, when you're nationally ranked two you know, teams that are just going to, you know, be up for those games and want to beat you every night. So, you know, bring our game playing fast and um, competing and passion, like I said before, and just, yeah, giving it all we got for these last two games. And then for, for your Christmas break, uh, any big plans? Uh, is there anything that you uh, have to really try hard to avoid doing uh, knowing that you've got to go back and, and, and play hockey in 10 days? Yeah, no, it's kind of like weird. I remember last year, it was kind of like first time kind of just going home or coming in and then playing a you know, uh, second half of the season. So I feel like just not slouching and, you know, being too relaxed, I feel like, but also getting that rest, but kind of the, you know, in the middle of maybe going for a walk or a run or shooting some pucks, kind of staying engaged and, but also, you know, spending time with your family and friends for sure, because I don't get to see them that often. So, yeah. And then when you get back, you got a game against PA, and then you're in Winnipeg for for a pair of back to backs against the Ice. So uh, no uh, no dipping your toes in in on the way back. Yeah, no, you know PA obviously once, you know with the kind of that nine nothing game, you know they were they were heated, we were heated, and obviously a you know a rival with ours, and especially that being our Teddy Bear Tusk game, they're gonna be they're gonna be coming out strong, especially you know, kind of the first game back and then we not two another two games in Winnipeg aren't going to be easy either. So it's going to be a hard week coming back from Christmas break. Well, Brandon, really appreciate you taking the time. Good luck this weekend and enjoy your holiday break. Thank you. Appreciate you too.